Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of our Knowledge Group podcast where we take a forward look at what speakers are covering at our upcoming events, turning our attention this time to an ethics guide for lawyers and significant trends and best practices. We're going live with this event May 20th, running between 12pm and 2pm Eastern Standard Time. And we're going to be joined by Scott Rhodes, a Chair of Legal Ethics and General Counsel at Jennings Strauss and Salman PLC. Amir Tahebi will be our second speaker, a partner at Kulinek and Dillon PC. And finally, we'll hear from William Grecki, a member of Cozen O'Connor. More information about our three speakers and their firms will be found in the description box down below, along with some additional information on how to sign up for this webcast. Don't forget, you can use the code PODCAST25 at checkout to get 25% off that very first webcast registration. But let's turn things over to our panel now. Uh, my name is Amir Tamasby. I'm a partner with the law firm of Kanasek and Dillon. We practice across the nation, but are based out of Chicago, Illinois. Uh, the focus of my particular uh, practice is legal malpractice and uh, ethics. I represent clients on both sides of the legal malpractice claims and clients before uh, in Illinois here. It's what's called the Attorney Registration and Disciplinary Commission. Um, I'm going to talk about kind of the ethical foundation that every lawyer needs to to have and keep in mind on a daily basis. We're going to highlight uh, some of the changes uh, in the rules of professional conduct um, across the nation. Um, specifically, the you know how the ethical rules affect the duties to your clients, um, both on the plaintiff side, on the defense side, or if you're in a corporate transactional type practice, we're going to be touching on that as well. Um, the other thing that I want to discuss, obviously, with the um, COVID uh, issues coming up, there's going to be a lot of changes in the law, a lot of uh, unknowns, and what I'm going to talk about is how the ethical rules affect uh, your approach with these changes and what you need to tell the client um, and how important it is to let them uh, be informed as to what you know and don't know and what um, the uncertainty is moving forward so that you don't advise them the right the wrong way or if you need to refer them to somebody that has that special knowledge you make sure you do that and then I'll be giving some kind of real life examples of uh, what to do and not to do in order to avoid uh, legal malpractice claims. Thank you. My name is Scott Rhodes. I'm the chair of the legal ethics uh, department at Jennings, Strauss, and Stammen in Phoenix, Arizona. And for 25 years, I've represented lawyers and law firms uh, in lawyer discipline proceedings, but really everything related to the practice of law, including fee disputes, putting together partnerships, taking them apart, and and I also do quite a bit of uh, expert witness work uh, in any case involving lawyer conduct, whether it's malpractice or um, fee disputes or, or partnership disputes or, or any kind of civil matter involving how lawyers behave in there and the standards of conduct for lawyers. Um, this is a very interesting time. But professional responsibility has always been dynamic. It changes with the time because lawyers have to adapt to uh, conditions around them and to how our society is evolving. Specifically, when it comes to technology, there's been a lot of change um, over the years. It's not new. But of course, with COVID-19, things have accelerated and there's just been a lot of more attention um, placed on what it, what it is to have a virtual law practice because so many lawyers have been forced really into that situation. But not only our lawyers, also our staff. Uh, and our clients. So 
it's not as though professional responsibility has changed dramatically because of COVID-19. There's been a lot of acceleration and focusing on the effects of all of these events um, on on how we practice law and what's re- what's required of us. So I'll be I'll be starting with some of the basics. Just a quick overview of the difference between the duty of confidentiality and and attorney-client privilege. And then I'm going to go briefly into how technology has been sort of seen um, over the years and evolution in terms of ethics standards based upon technology. And finally, to the extent I have a crystal ball, some ideas about how some malpractice cases might evolve um, in, in the future based upon technology changes, based on changes in society in general. And then, of course, we'll be talking about the effect in particular of COVID-19 and what what we might expect in the future because of that. My name is Bill Garricky. I am a member at Cozen O'Connor and practice in the legal profession services practice group. Um, we represent law firms and legal uh, uh, attorneys in connection with uh, professional responsibility issues, risk management issues, legal malpractice, and ethical issues. Um, we have a, 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 a very broad group of attorneys in the legal profession services that can handle just about any uh, matter related to professional responsibility, legal malpractice, and risk management. Uh, I am not going to be speaking on COVID-19 uh, issues uh, uh, during my presentation. I am going to uh, deal with a uh, trend that is becoming more and more popular the outsourcing of legal services and the ethical implications uh, when doing so. Uh, I will discuss the various uh, model rules and how they relate to outsourcing, uh, including competence and supervision, uh, the most important one, preservation of client confidential information, uh, conflicts of interest, client disclosure and client consent when outsourcing, as well as avoiding the assistance of the unauthorized practice of law, which is becoming a, a, a bigger and bigger issue. Um, and with COVID-19, although I'm not going to be discussing that, outsourcing is becoming more and more popular with so many firms having to practice remotely now. Uh, I think it's an interesting topic that will touch a lot of the firms that uh, have to outsource due to various financial issues and uh, work labor force problems as well. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of the Knowledge Group podcast. Don't forget more information about our three speakers, their firms and how to sign up for this event will all be found in the description box down below. You'll also find the code podcast25 to get 25% off that very first webcast registration. We look forward to seeing you May 20th. And until then, take care. Bye for now.